Hello and welcome back to Gabagool Innate. I am your host, Wes Dawson. Now, you may have noticed on this week's episode a, a tasty new lick at the start of the show. So let me get real with you. This is what happened. You know, initially I was so proud and honored to support a band like The Darkness by having a little snippet of their, one of their tasty little riffs in my intro. But let me get real with you for a second. So I received a letter from Rhino Records on behalf of none other than Justin Hawkins saying, you know, The Darkness. Now, if you don't know The Darkness, well, fuck you. And if you casually know them or you do like them, awesome that's great because they are jaw-droppingly amazing in terms of being a rock band but I ran into a bit of copyright issues you know the concern for Justin Hawkins was that something as amazing as the music of the darkness combined with the orgasmic audio experience that is Gabagool and 8 combined together may very well destabilize all of entertainment media as we know it so the best course of action was to Unfortunately, find a new intro song. I still think it's a great song. It's a song I now own. I've learned to play and I hear it in my dreams at night. It has thoroughly changed my life. As I mentioned earlier, my name is Wes Dawson. This is Gabagool and 8. Now I have quenched my afternoon jonesing. I have dropped the kids off at the pool, clipped my nails and mm, feels good. I'm in Gabagool Podcast Central, and if you're like the majority of my fans, you're hidden in the downstairs bathroom hoping your husband doesn't know what you're up to in there listening to my sensual voice. That just means it is time for a new episode of Gabagool in 8. Now, yes, I like to have fun. Yes, I like to, hey, you know, mess around with my fans, my adoring legions of fans, uh, which is obvious by the, the number of views I have on any given app. But I have to get serious in this episode because, you know, sometimes things happen in our families that are hard to discuss, they're hard to open up about, and, you know, a certain level of shame or guilt or what have you is, un- is not only understood, but it's expected. So I'm just going to flat out say this. Uh, basically, this is like an A&E episode via podcast. My dog is a pervert. Uh, there's no other way of putting it. He is just a... a eagle-eyed pervert uh, the amount of times we watch him peeking on our neighbor's children uh it's it's disturbing more so to the fact that it, he's not like just casually looking almost dogs oh they're just looking at a bird fluttering their little feathers go by no he watches the kids running left right he's like a terminator scanning them and then when they go to the other side of the property he will run around the house to then watch them from his perch looking down upon them it's unsettling. It's raised some questions in the neighborhood, but all in all, I will defend that dog to my death. So, hey, you can prey on whatever you want, Mac. Uh, later on the show, we're going to welcome him on as a guest to discuss this. And my avid listeners will remember that a few weeks ago, I had Mac on the part two of Debunking Air, but it didn't go so smoothly. But I did put some sedatives into his food last night, so I'm expecting for today's recordings to go absolutely perfecto. Now, my dog being a pervert is one thing, but he also has an unhealthy obsession with tennis balls. Like, I could legit, no joke, kill this dog by throwing tennis balls. And no, not at him with my monstrous vascular arms. I'm talking just throwing it regularly with a little plastic stick because I don't want to hurt my shoulder. But throwing the ball for him, like, he will run until he dies. I, I don't know what to do about this. Now, I mentioned about my gigantic arms. Well, it's more so just my right forearm. We'll get into that in another episode. When I was a kid, my brother thought I had like a sniper-like aim. Now, this is mainly because he was picking on me. He's like, Wes, 
You're seven years old. You're hung like a fucking horse. It's not fair. So he was, you're really getting on my back. So I threatened him. I'm like, Logan, if you don't calm the F down, because, you know, I'm not one for profanities, I'm going to hit you right in the eye with this rock. I picked up said rock. He's laughing at me, calling me all kinds of childish names. So finally, I let loose. I released that rock with about as much aim as a blind kid trying to paint the side of a barn. It's a piss poor analogy. I don't think it'd be that hard to paint a wall if you're blind. Anyway, I throw that rock, hits him about a half inch underneath his eye. For the next seven years, my brother thought I had sniper-like aim. (laughs) Now, we all like to joke lightheartedly about animal abuse here. But let's talk about animals I really don't like. Cats. You know, they're cute. And I'll pet them. I'm nice to all animals. I got nothing really against any animals. But these fuckers pissing on things, I just... Uh, I just, oh my God, I can't stand that smell and I can't stand their, their higher than thou attitude. It kind of pisses me off. But I've always loved animals, you know. I had an issue when I was a kid that uh, Park Safari or Park Omega, one of the parks with these prisoned animals, I went up to pet a bison and my father's asking you, are you fucking stupid? What is wrong with you? And my reply, surprisingly, was quick quip. I was very proud of it uh, now, thinking retrospectively about it was, well, you raised me. I got a few lashings for that, but worth every welt. Now, I want to move on to some other subjects, but I also don't want to just brush over uh, my issues with my perverted dog, uh, my predator dog, if you will. Uh, Just know in the description, I put a link for centers with pets with these kinds of issues, as well as some of my best life hacks to give a solid right cross if ever those those doctors and therapists don't work. You can always give them a sock right in the temple. That ought to calm them down a little bit. Uh, But again, remember, I love all animals. Uh, So now, fuck, we're running out of time. Well, it seems no matter how well prepared, no matter how meticulous I am in the planning of these episodes, the time just gets away from me. So we're going to give a ring to Mac as quick as we can, let me jingle some keys or something at him. Come here, boy. <laughs> I think those downers are really kicking in. All right, Mac, I want to talk to you a bit about the problem that you're having. <coughs> yes, I know, but... <coughs> Whoa, don't get up on me, okay? This isn't about me. You're the one who licks your own dick. <coughs> yeah, for hygienic purposes. <coughs> no, I won't take that kind of language here. <coughs> Bad dog, get... Go, get, get! Just as I thought, time is running out faster than I could even fathom. So we're going to touch on some upcoming subjects that I think are going to be titillating, exciting, and really broaden our horizons as human beings. I finally reveal who is that special farmer man in my podcast banner. I tried biological farming for a week. Spoiler alert, it sucked. I do a Freaky Friday with Mac and I live a week as a dog or a Friday as a dog or... 24 hours like I'm not really sure how that works and I'll be working on an all scat episode of Gabagool in 8 I'd, I'd like to clarify um, not like scat porn I mean scat singing it had nothing to do with my second favorite monthly German entertainment publication I received so please if you enjoyed the episode even if you didn't like listen subscribe let a friend know and For the quality entertainment value I'm providing you, I don't think asking you to leverage all of your personal and professional relationships in order to garner myself more listens, more views, more subscribers is that much to ask. All I'm saying is trade off anything of value in your life to get me some more listeners. Thank you very much. I'm Wes Austin. This has been Gabagool in 8.